the Blue Raiders play here. WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. And we go to the bottom of the sixth inning. Eston Snyder will lead it off for the Raiders. Came in to replace Galloway in the outfield. About the fourth inning, I think. As yep. Eston will be making his uh, 20th appearance in a game. He has started three. Three out of 12 as a batter, hitting 250. Snyder out of uh, Page High School, Franklin, Tennessee. He is not a big fellow. 5-9-170. Listed as an infielder, but he's playing the outfield. Here's the pitch by Sims, and he hit him right in the back. So Snyder gets on base the hard way. I don't think I'd take a whole lot of pleasure in getting hit by uh, Sims' fastball. There here's Morgans, who Morgans had a good day. He singled in the second, singled again in the fourth, and that single in the fourth hit the right field wall. And it was a line drive, and he had to hold it first base because they got it back into the infield so quickly. Runner at first, nobody out, and the pitch. Missed the knees for ball one. Morgan, the DH for the Raiders tonight. They shift for him, leaving only the third baseman on the left side, and he's There's got another one. base hit. Line to right field, Snyder will hold at second. First and second, nobody out. Thank God it's Friday. So Morgan, three for three tonight. He has three of the Raiders' seven hits. The batter is Brett Coker. Brett has struck out and hit into a double play. Charlotte has a left-hander in their bullpen. He's been throwing off and on for a couple of innings now. Probably ready to go. Sims working in his sixth inning. Coker stands in from the right side. And the big right-hander deals the pitch, swung on and missed, strike one. Well, he's getting close to 90 pitches, Dick. Uh, that was uh, pitch number 87. The pitch, swing and a miss, and it's 0-2 on Coker. His high for the season is 96 pitches in that uh, start that he made against College Charleston. Nagishi waiting to hit next. Sims comes set, swing and a foul straight back. Count holes at two strikes.
I wouldn't be surprised if we didn't see that left-hander after this uh, batter with the left-handed hitter coming up. Here's the 0-2 outside. Good stop by the catcher. One ball, two strikes. Lightning's locker room powered by textbook brokers is the place to get your Blue Raider gear. See the selection online at mtsugear.com or go by their Greenland, Greenland Drive location. Lightning's locker room. The pitch. Low and outside, ball two, two and two. So Snyder, who was hit by a pitch, is down at second base, and Morgan, who singles, is at first. Two balls and two strikes to Brett Coker. And the pitch to the plate, outside, ball three. So he's gone for all, from 0-2 to 3-2. and two. Which makes it, I think, uh, even more likely that we'll see the left-hander. Particularly if he loses him here. Full count to Coker with two men on. Nobody out here in the bottom of the sixth inning. The pitch popped up down the right field line. Right fielder coming in. Fisher, he's got it. Runner at second tags and will go to third. So the throw comes into second. Coker out on a fly ball to right. Snyder advances over to third. First and third, one out. Here's Nagishi. Nagishi has walked and doubled. Scored the Raiders' only run back in the fourth inning. Yeah, here we go. Time called. Head coach. Robert Woodard headed to the mound. I think he'll make a pitching change here. At least that's what John thinks. Um, uh, the umpire over there thinks the same. He's called for it. So we will have a pitching change as a new pitcher coming in for the 49ers here in the sixth inning. We'll take a break, tell you about the new pitcher when we come back on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Hey, Blue Raiders, thinking about buying a second home along the coast? I've got you covered. From Gulf Shores to Apalachicola, or maybe a condo cabin in the Smokies, I've got that covered too. Buying, selling, or auction here in Middle Tennessee, not a problem either. Call on me, Richard Lewis, for all of your real estate dreams. Oh, by the way, I'm never too busy for any of your referrals. Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates, 615-896-5656. Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities. The flagship station for Blue Raider Sports, WGNS. So we do have the left-hander coming in, and the Raiders will make a counter move and have Jacob Williams come in to bat for Nagishi with runners at first and third. 
and one out. A.J. Wilson, 6'2", 210, a sophomore from Pine, no, Pilot Mountain, North Carolina. A.J. Wilson making his 17th appearance. He's thrown 18 innings, giving up 15 runs, all earned on 11 hits, 11 walks, 24 strikeouts. A 7.50 ERA, a 2-0 record with one save. So without uh, Coach Tolman and without Coach Myers, I think Jordan Getzelman is in charge in the dugout now, and he has made the switch from the left-hander to the right-hander as Jacob Williams will come in to hit. And he'll stay in and play first base. Williams at 233, two home runs, seven out of 30 for the season, appearing in his 16th game. Big strong right-handed batter against the lefty Wilson. The runners lead at first and third. And the pitch to the plate is a strike call, nothing in one. To him a breaking ball. Tillingham on deck to hit next. And the pitch. Missed a little bit high. One ball, one strike. Ten to one, Charlotte leading. We are in the bottom of the sixth. A swing and a miss went after a high fastball, one and two. No two ball games are ever just exactly alike, and this is about as different from last night's game as daylight is to dark. Here's the one-two pitch, struck him out. Caught him looking at a breaking ball, and that is out number two. So Wilson comes in, gets a strikeout. And with two outs, the batter is Brian Dillingham. Brian flied out in the second inning, singled in the fourth, one out of two. That single drove in the Raiders' only run in a 10-1 game. The pitch, high ball one. Here's the lefty's pitch right in there. One ball, one strike. John, haven't had a lot of people leave. The crowd's sticking with the Raiders tonight. Yeah, just not, haven't had a whole lot to get excited about tonight. The pitch, Dillingham takes strike two called. Mm. One and two. That was definitely a wide plate strike. Swung on a ground ball, just foul. Coach Getzelman will field it down outside the third base coach's box. 
Count remains one ball and two strikes to Brian Dillingham. Wilson, the left-hander, comes set. And the pitch. High, outside, ball two. Two and two. Right fielders. Look how shallow he is. The pitch. And struck him out swinging. So Wilson comes in, strikes out Williams and Dillingham to retire the side in the sixth. No runs, one hit, and two left. Well, let's look at the totals after six. Charlotte, 10 runs, 11 hits, one error. Middle Tennessee, one run, seven hits. The Raiders have committed two errors, and it's 10 to one Charlotte as we go to the seventh on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Our employees at Purity Dairy are proud to be true blue supporters of Middle Tennessee athletics and their student athletes. At Purity Dairy, we aim to be the most trusted source of wholesome, delicious dairy products for every occasion. We never forget how fortunate we are to be invited into your home, and we earn our place by holding ourselves to the highest standards. With over 100 products available in Tennessee, Alabama, and Kentucky, visit your local retailer for Purity Milk, ice cream, and more. Hey, hey, hey! Nothing gets your attention like a happy client. When we were planning our move from Wisconsin to Murfreesboro, we chose Chip Walters of Exit Realty. He knows Rutherford County, and we looked in several neighborhoods, and Chip helped us write an offer on a house in Murfreesboro. And it was accepted on the first try. If you were to tell me you were looking at buying or selling a home, I'd tell you to choose Chip. I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty Bob Lamon Associates, your trusted advisor in real estate. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS. New pitcher, Justin Goldstein, in for the Raiders. John, you got some numbers on him? Uh, I do have some numbers, not very many. Um, he's making his fifth appearance of the season all in relief. He's thrown an inning and two thirds, giving up uh, three runs, but none of them earned on one hit, four walks. One strikeout. He's thrown a couple of wild pitches, hit a batter. So uh, he's had some control issues, but uh, no earned runs and uh, no record. He needs to come in here and just throw strikes. And a junior college teammate of Nagishi. He's out of California, Tustin, California, Orange Coast College. And we've got a new third baseman, Gabe Jennings, new shortstop, KB Peralta. The batter is Hobson, catcher, and takes the strike call, nothing in one. So the Raiders are using some pitchers who need some work. One strike to count. That one missed the knees for ball one, one and one. 
Tyndall waiting to hit next. Swung on, fouled, and out of play. One ball, two strikes to the left-handed hitter, Caden Hobson. Hobson tonight has hit into a double play, singled, and been hit by pitch. Final numbers on Daniel Dewey. Goes an inning, gives up one run. It was earned on no hits. One walk, one strikeout. And the pitch. Check swing. Did he go? Uh, Third base umpire says he did not go. Two balls, two strikes. Swung on, hit high in the air into right field. Snyder back in front of the scoreboard, reaches up and makes the catch for out number one. That ball traveled a lot farther than it appeared when it left the bat. Right out in front of the scoreboard. Eston Snyder hauls it in for out number one. And the batter will be Drew Tyndall. So he is uh, tired of making the last out every inning. He Uh, says, I will not make the last out in this inning. One out, he'll bat with the bases empty. Has grounded out twice and struck out, and each time it ended an inning. Pitch outside, ball one. Charlotte leading 10 to one. We're in the top of the seventh inning at Reese Smith. And a strike call, one ball, one strike. Justin Goldstein is the fifth Blue Raider pitcher of the evening. Now the sixth of the evening is in the bullpen, starting to loosen. Another right-hander. Strike called, it is one and two. And here's Goldstein's pitch, missed inside. Two balls and two strikes. Just enlisted as a sophomore, as is Nagishi. Pop foul, that's going to be out of play. Hit that one off his fist, like near the clubhouse. Somebody tell me that his parents have uh, moved to Tennessee. Who was that that was telling us that? Somebody was. Goldstein's parents? Yeah. I believe Mr. Gross was telling us I that. I think that's so. The pitch fouled the screen. He knows a little bit of everything that's going on, you know. Yeah, he does. Mr. Two Mr. and two. Mr. Encyclopedia himself, right? <laughs> One out in the seventh, the pitch. Struck him oh. out swinging. Tyndall down on strikes, but it's not the last out in the inning this time. The leadoff man, Furman, we got to get by him. Three hits, I'm sorry, two hits, three runs scored, and a strikeout. Stands in from the left side. Two 
10 runs, 11 hits for the 49ers. One run, seven hits for the Blue Raiders. Goldstein's pitch in there for a strike, nothing and one. Thought uh, Jacob Wright had a good uh, a good outing tonight. Went an inning and two thirds. Yeah, just uh, no hits, one walk, three strikeouts. Line drive past Mabry into right center, a base hit. And Furman is back on track. Raiders had his number last night. Not tonight. That's his third hit, and the first hit off Goldstein. The batter is Dragum. So Furman at first with two outs. Dragum takes his sweet time getting into batter's box. Yeah, he hadn't got any place to go. Pitch low for a ball. You wouldn't think they'd be running with a 10 to one lead, but I'm not in their dugouts, no. so I don't know. I'm not ready to concede that. The pitch to the plate, swinging a foul, one and one. That was evil. One ball, one strike. There he goes. In the dirt. Got away from Rudder. Rudder will not advance. That'll be a stolen base all the way. Our uh, neighbor. Two balls on the strike. Was teasing us, wasn't he? Ball low, blocked by Rudder. Well, we found out whether or not they would uh, run with a nine-run lead. Three and one. They will certainly do it. Strike called, and the count goes full. Three and two to drag them. Furman at first, two outs. Goldstein got the first two batters he faced before Furman singled to right. And pitched the plate, is strung on it, missed, struck him out. Nice job, Justin Goldstein. In the seventh, no runs a hit, one left. Seventh inning stretch time here at the ballpark. It is Charlotte 10, Middle Tennessee 1 on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. 
Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities. It's a new season. Get ready for more men's and women's college sports excellence. Trophies will be awarded in June to schools who take the top spot in the 2021-22 Learfield Directors' Cup. The premier award recognizes one winning institution in all competitive divisions. Follow your favorite team's progress as seasonal standings are announced at L Directors Cup on Twitter and online at directorscup.org. The crowning achievement in college athletics. This copyrighted broadcast is an exclusive presentation of Learfield under the broadcasting rights granted by Middle Tennessee State University. Reuse of this presentation is prohibited without the expressed written consent of Middle Tennessee State University and Learfield. Announcers are provided by Learfield and approved by the university. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. Fans here have enjoyed their traditional seventh inning stretch. The playing of God Bless America. And we go to the bottom of the seventh inning. Left-hander Wilson came in and retired the last two batters in the sixth inning by strikeouts. We'll pitch to Luke Benson, and then we'll go back to the top of the order. 10 to 1. So we'll have Peralta batting in Lopez spot, I think. And we'll have Jennings batting in Coker's spot. I would think that what they'll do. Yeah, that's uh, so. Here is Benson. Just walked and struck out, facing the left-hander Wilson. Pitches inside, ball one. KB Peralta swinging the bat in the on-deck circle. He'll hit next. And then Rudder in that three-hole now. Strike called. And the count goes to one and one on Luke Benson. The pitch. Line to right field. It will hang up for the right fielder, Fisher, to make the catch. That is out number one on the seventh. Benson went down for that pitch and got it into the air, just not very high, but just high enough to be a line drive. KB Peralta 
three out of 13 for the season, including a couple of doubles. Switch hitter, he'll turn around and bat right-handed. Started in the uh, Lipscomb game the other night, went two for five. Takes the pitch a bit high for ball one. Ralta, 5'8", 170, sophomore from Lawrence, Massachusetts. There's a strike called. It's one ball and one strike. Let's see, Lawrence is part of that uh, Boston Metroplex, if I'm not mistaken. JT Mabry bat, uh, Lee, uh, waiting in the on-deck circle to bat next. Peralta takes a strike, and it's one and two. One out here in the seventh inning. Base is empty. And the pitch to the plate is low for ball two, two and two. Wilson pitches out of the stretch and misses outside for ball three. Charlotte is the fifth, fifth in the league in team batting average. They were 282 coming into the series. They're now down to 278 after yesterday. They'll probably be back, back to up. 282 tomorrow. Yeah. Ground ball right side. First baseman has it. Will toss to the pitcher covering, and there is out number two. Peralta grounds out to the first baseman. And that's out uh, number two, as I said. In the pitching department, these two teams pretty close. In the top five in the league, Raiders team earned run average 4.72. Charlotte's 4.91. Here's JT Mabry. And the first pitch is a strike call. It came in the on the inside corner. Nothing in one. Raiders. Briggs Rudder waiting to hit next. Rudder, uh, Raiders have given up a lot of unearned runs this season, Dick. Haven't played great defense. The pitch. High, one and one. Their fielding average has been coming up recently. Their their defense has been better. Still not where you would like it to be. Got a couple of errors tonight. The one-one pitch to Mabry swung on, hit to left field. That ball is tailing and it drops foul. It's similar to the ball that. Uh, Charlotte hit inning or so ago, but that one was fair. Yeah, yeah that one stayed fair and uh, dropped in and drove in a couple of runs, if I'm not mistaken. So the count to Mabry, one ball, two strikes. Or at least drove in one. What are you thinking about the one that 
What was that? Cunningham hit back in third, maybe. I just one is hit right down the left field line. Yeah. It dropped. One ball, two strikes. And the pitch to the plate. So we're going to hit to the right side, a base hit. Hit them where they ain't. So Mabry with his second hit of the game, still swinging a hot bat. Goes the other way. That's hit number one off Wilson. And number eight for the Raiders tonight. The batter is Briggs Rudder. They were just daring him to go opposite field, weren't they? Well, he took advantage of it. Rudder appearing in his 18th game. He started 11, 10 out of 46 with a double and a home run. Time call, we'll have a visit to the mound. Looks like we're gonna have another pitcher. No signal yet. Runner at first base with two outs. They've called for him now. So a new pitcher coming in for Charlotte. We'll take a break, tell you about him when we come back on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Will Fraley, attorney at law, has experience you can count on. Former Blue Raider baseball player and MTSU alum Will Fraley serves Murfreesboro and the surrounding communities. Put a strong and experienced legal fighter on your case. Give Will Fraley a call and he can handle all of your legal matters, including criminal and domestic or family law. Visit WillFraleyLaw.com or call 615-410-7290. Hear that? That's the plumpest, juiciest hot dogs you've ever seen getting their grill on. But we both know what'll make it sound even better. Oh yeah, it's a Pepsi to go with your hot dog. Because when you're chomping on America's favorite meal, relish, mustard, and onions perfectly blending into a crescendo of flavor, there's only one thing that makes everything about that moment better. A cold, refreshing Pepsi. See what I mean? It's like music to my ears. Hot dogs. Better with Pepsi. That's what I like. The Blue Raiders play here. News Radio WGNS. Mitchell. Mitchell uh, O. Mitchell. Uh, Michael. Michael. Michael o. o. New pitcher in. A right-hander, Michael O. Six-three-two-twenty. Grad. Uh, Transfer from North Carolina out of Northbrook, Illinois. Making his 13th appearance, all but one of them in relief. He's thrown 16 two-thirds innings, given up seven runs, all earned on 11 hits. Eight walks, 19 strikeouts, 3.78 ERA. No record, but he has one save. You know what we neglected to do, John? What's that? Wendy's fourth inning. Did we get a hit? Oh, we got a bunch of hits. We had uh, two hits in that inning. You're right. So the fourth inning of every home game is the Wendy's inning. Since the Blue Raiders got uh, a hit, then you are eligible to win a free single cheeseburger from Wendy's. 
you can text the word single to 83200. 83200. Right, and type in the word single. That's right. Uh, they will respond with a coupon for a free cheeseburger at any Murfreesboro or Smyrna location. So I'm sorry I neglected that. Uh, this game was so riveting. I just caught up, got caught up in it, well, John, and completely Yeah, you, know, you were just saving the, saving the good news uh, for a more <laughs> opportune time. But be sure and do that if you want to get that uh, free cheeseburger. Here's Rudder to face O. Spells his last name just like it sounds, O-H. First pitch, ball one. Runner at first, J.T. Mabry. There's a strike called, and it's one ball and one strike to Rudder. Strike two is called, and it's one and two. Two outs here in the seventh inning. Mabry with a single, the runner at first. One and two, the count. And the pitch. Ground ball through the hole. Right side, base hit. Another Mabry nice turns. Piece He's on his way in. to third, and the throw is too high. And into the dugout, and a run will score. <laughs> right fielder unloaded one, and it was way over the head of the third baseman into the uh, dugout area. So JT comes in to score. That will make it a 10-2 game. Unfortunately, no RBI on that for uh, Rudder, and they uh, send Rudder on to third base. Yes. So nice piece of hitting because they had that uh, shift on and he hit it right where the second baseman should have been playing. And you could tell that uh, that was exactly what he was trying to do. That was not one of those swings there where he was late or anything like that. He was trying to go to right field, go opposite field. Run is charged to Wilson. And here is Snyder. Swing and a miss. Chase that first pitch. At the moment, that run would be unearned. Snyder's first plate appearance in the six. He got drilled in the back. Here's the pitch from O. Fouled out of play. 0 and 2. Michael O. And struck him out swinging. So Snyder goes down on three pitches. O gets a strikeout. And that is all for the Raiders in the seventh. No run, uh, one run, two hits, one error. And a man left. We've completed seven. It is Charlotte 10, Middle Tennessee 2 on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. 
Today's game is brought to you in part by proud partners of Blue Raider Athletics, Granison Associates, certified public accountants. They provide a full range of tax preparation, accounting, and bookkeeping services for both business and individual needs. That's Granison Associates. Give them a call at 615-895-1040 or visit Granison Associates online at gcpas.com. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. As we go to the eighth inning, another new pitcher in for the Raiders he is uh, freshman right-hander Jalen Wirtz out of Gallatin, Tennessee, Station Camp High School. Making his fifth appearance all in relief. He's thrown seven in the third inning, giving up four runs, three of them earned on nine hits, one walk. Seven strikeouts, 3.68 earned uh, uh, run average, no record, no saves. So he becomes the sixth pitcher used by the Raiders. This has turned into a bullpen game, and uh, I don't think it was necessarily thought to be that uh, when we started. No, this we were is, hoping to get about five or six innings uh, out of the starter. That did not happen tonight. Now that means the bullpen is going to definitely be thin tomorrow, Dick. Here's Fisher. Takes the first pitch low. Which means that, yeah, you were right about, uh, uh, I suspect that we'll see Peyton Wigginton and he will go as long as his arm doesn't fall off. Fisher three for four, three singles, and has struck out in his other appearance. Works comes in high for ball two, two and oh. Jalen Works. Swung on, ground ball, fair ball, nice stop by Williams. Tossed to the pitcher covering, and that is out number one. That was a good combination. Jacob Williams made a good stop down the line. And the pitcher works, got over there in time to take the perfect toss. That's what you do that drill for. One out in the eighth. Here's Baker, walked and scored in the sixth. He got on base and stole two bases and then came in on a sacrifice fly. Swing and a foul, straight back. One strike to count. Final game of the series, and uh, what will apparently be the rubber game will be tomorrow at noon, weather permitting. Off-speed strike, and it's no balls, two strikes to Baker. 
Hunter Baker. Not bad when you have a town named after you. Huntersville, North Carolina. The pitch just missed outside. Pretty good pitch from Wirtz. One and two. I, I don't do quite as well. Over in England, just south of Hereford, there is a crossroads hamlet named Callow. I've been there. You don't mean to tell me. I, I do mean to tell you. I've got Drilled into right center field. That's going to be extra bases for Baker. He can motor. He's going to third. And the throw will come, and he is going to be out by a country mile. Good relay from Benson. Who relayed that ball? Was that uh, the shortstop Peralta? I think that was... Uh, Let's see if I can get that on the. So give him a double, and he's thrown out trying to stretch it. For out number two. But uh, the main thing with that play, Luke Vinson uh, got it started right by hitting the cutoff man. Here is Madole, the first baseman. Has one hit tonight. Left-handed batter. Works with a pitch and a breaking ball right in there for a call strike. Ball hit to left field and hit well. Left fielder back, makes a running catch. That's Dillingham running toward the track. Hauled it in for out number three. No runs, one hit, nobody left. We'll go to the bottom of the eighth inning. It is Charlotte 10, Middle Tennessee 2 on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Next door, they say that was... Prescription uh, opioids can be addictive and dangerous. I was given a prescription opioid pain medication, and within only a few months, I was completely addicted. I lost everything. I had to leave school and stop playing sports in college, and I started to watch my life slip away. I want people to know that these drugs are addictive. One prescription can be all it takes to lose everything. Prescription opioids. It only takes a little to lose a lot. Visit cdc.gov slash rxawareness. Hey, Blue Raiders, thinking about buying a second home along the coast? I've got you covered. From Gulf Shores to Apalachicola, or maybe a condo cabin in the Smokies, I've got that covered too. Buying, selling, or auction here in Middle Tennessee, not a problem either. Call on me, Richard Lewis, for all of your real estate dreams. Oh, by the way, I'm never too busy for any of your referrals. Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates, 615-896-5656. You are listening to NTSU Sports on WGNS. Check this game into the bottom of the eighth inning. Let's uh, give you a pause, 10 seconds for station identification as you listen to Middle Tennessee Baseball. The flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. The Blue Raiders play here. Dick Palmer, John Callow with you from Reese Smith Field, where tonight it has been all Charlotte. 
49ers got a run in the first inning, another in the second. Picked up four in the third, three in the fourth, and added a single run in the sixth. Ten to two the score. The Raiders' runs came uh, one in the fourth and one in the seventh. And we'll have somebody to hit here for. Yeah, this is going to be Nick Jones. Jones, a right-handed batter. Morgan retires for the night with a perfect night at the plate, three for three. Nick Jones standing in, and O's pitch is outside, ball one. One ball, no strikes. Swing and a foul back. I wonder if he, uh, if our pitcher is addressed in a formal matter, if uh, he is he is addressed as Mr. O. I would think so. Wasn't there a famous baseball player named Mr. O? Sadahara O. One ball, one strike. I think that he was known as uh, the Japanese Henry Aaron. Strike called, one and two. Gabe Jennings on deck waiting uh, to hit next. Jones drills it on one hop. Third baseman makes a nice stop. Pegs to first. And a good play over there by mm. the first baseman, Madol. Now that ball got into the dirt, and uh, he played it out, just dug it out, make the play. One out in the eighth inning. Here is Gabe Jennings. And Nick Jones just keeps hitting the ball hard right at people. He hit one of the hardest balls we saw Tuesday night up at Lipscomb, right at the third baseman who could do nothing except either catch it or take it off the forehead. And this young man had a night at uh, Lipscomb the other night also. Gabe Jennings got a home run. Yeah, got the Raiders on the board. Did we determine if that was his first career home run or had he had one previously? I don't recall. Count one and one now to Gabe. That uh, uh, was his first home run of the season. Right. But he is in his third year here, and I wondered if he'd. Let me do some checking on that, see what we can come up with. The pitch high. Two balls and a strike. That, uh, according to this, that it was his first home run. Swing and a miss, and the count will go to two and two on Jennings. Out of Wilson Central High School. Two balls, two strikes. Strike three called. And that is out number two. Better go up there swinging, guys. It's late. No, Dick, I think that was going to be, that's going to be his second home run. I was looking at this chart, 
And Should it, have his it, career stats on there. Yeah, it, but it's not uh, the the 2022 20, numbers have not been updated on this, so that doesn't help. Here's us. Jacob Williams. He hits the ball to right field, and the right fielder falls down. <laughs> he won't be able to catch it. He started in for that ball and went flat to his knees. Yeah, blew a tire. And then had to get up and couldn't get there in time. So Williams gets a base hit. That's, that's not but a little bit embarrassing, <laughs> is it? Yeah, yeah he's, he's a little embarrassed, I'm sure. Had a blowout. Two outs and a runner at first. Here's Dillingham. And the pitch is high for ball one. 10 to two, we're in the bottom of the eighth inning. Two outs, a runner at first for the Raiders who are on the short end of this score. Swing and a foul straight back, one and one. Well, when you look back at this one, you'll say, well, you know what? Uh, We got to see a lot of pitchers, uh, a lot of young guys uh, who haven't been seeing a lot of weekend action got to the mound and uh, you know what, I, I, I think once you get past Sells, uh, they've acquitted themselves pretty well. One and two, the count. Yeah, Jacob Wright, Daniel yeah. Dewey, Justin Goldstein, Jalen Wirtz, all did well. Yep. I wonder if we're going to have another new pitcher in the ninth. Stay tuned. High ball two, two and two. Right-hander O with the pitch, ball three. Full count now to Dillingham, three and two. And the pitch, ground ball to short. Play will be to first as the out is recorded there. Short to first, Dillingham retired for out number three. No runs a hit, one left. We'll go to the ninth inning. It is Charlotte 10, Middle Tennessee 2 on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Will Fraley, attorney at law, has experience you can count on. Former Blue Raider baseball player and MTSU alum Will Fraley serves Murfreesboro and the surrounding communities. Put a strong and experienced legal fighter on your case. Give Will Fraley a call and he can handle all of your legal matters, including criminal and domestic or family law. Visit willfraleylaw.com or call 615-410-7290. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. Care is serving our patients, standing with them in times of need, and showing compassion when they're at their most vulnerable. Care is listening and delivering personalized plans from a team of specialists, providing leading edge treatments at every step. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. It's our calling. Make your next appointment at getsthealthcare.com. The Blue Raiders play here. WGNS, Murfreesboro, Smyrna. 
We go to the ninth inning with the Raiders trailing 10 to 2. Knight, the shortstop, will lead it off unless we have a pinch hitter. Number 14, Austin Knight. No. Knight looking for his first hit in this game. First pitch in for a strike from Jalen Wirtz. He's twice been safe on errors. He has a sacrifice fly and a strikeout and fouls this one. Nothing in two. He's one of the two 49ers starters, three 49ers starters who haven't had a hit. Well, he's leaving them all in there and giving them a chance, isn't he? Yeah. Will Butcher, the uh, starting left fielder, There's had a, a walk and a strikeout, uh, but no hits. But his replacement, Hunter Baker, walked and then had that double, was thrown out at third base trying to run it into three. Foul tipped that next pitch, 0-2. And Wirtz comes right back with the ball outside, 1-2. and two. Well, our softball team fell today, six to two, and uh, baseball not doing any better tonight. The pitch, drill to left field. That's a base hit. Yep. So he will join the hit parade with a single to left. Second hit off Wirtz. Batter will be Cunningham. Only player still in there without a hit is the designated hitter, uh, Drew Tendall, who hopefully we will not uh, see tonight again. Cunningham has a single in three and has been hit by a pitch. Fouls this one out of play, strike one. When you get a game like this, John, that uh, gets, gets a little bit out of hand, everybody goes up there hacking. Did we run out of uh, this day in baseball? Did we run out of our trivia facts? Just I guess about. we did. <laughs> we I'm, glad, did I'm glad I had two pages full tonight. Yeah. Strike two is the call to Cunningham. Well, you know, I told you last night I was going to have one tonight. It turned out I looked up the date, and it wasn't today. It was the 17th of April. I may give you that one tomorrow anyway. Ball outside. Here's one I didn't get to. In 1921, Pittsburgh Pirates right-handed pitcher Chief Yellow Horse makes his major league debut against the Reds. Member of the North American Plains Indian Tribe, the Pawnees, believed to be the first full-blooded American Indian to play in the big leagues. Pitch is low, two and two to Cunningham. That was in 1921, 101 years ago today.
The pitch. Fouled out of play. Two and two. You don't have the very colorful nicknames anymore, do you, in baseball? No. Here's the 2-2 pitch, fouled out of play. How about Linwood Rowe? Oh, that was Preacher Rowe. Actually, it was not. Oh. It was Schoolboy Rowe. Schoolboy Rowe. Preacher Rowe is a different Rowe. Yep, you're right. Schoolboy Rowe made his major league debut this date in 1933. And he was with Detroit, wasn't he? Pitched a six-hitter for the Tigers, beating the White Sox. Okay. The pitch. Drilled into center field, a base hit. Benson up with it, makes the throw to third, and the runner had a notion of going to third, but he... He was halfway yeah, there. He put her in reverse and went back to second when he saw the throw from Benson. So back-to-back hits here in the ninth inning. Hit number three off Wirtz. And the batter will be Hobson. Now batting the catcher, number nine. Hobson almost hit one out of here his last time up. uh, Took uh, Eston Snyder to the warning track right in front of the scoreboard with a deep fly ball. So first and second, no outs. Wirtz comes set. And the pitch is a ball outside. They also debuted the first Puerto Rican native to play in the big leagues at Sportsman's Park. Line drive, Williams has it, everybody gets back. That's out number one. Hiram Bithorn, the first Puerto Rican to play Major League Baseball, a right-hander from Santos, came in in relief. Two scoreless innings. Hiram Bithorn, whose nickname was Hi. Hi, Bithorn. (laughs) So here's Tyndall looking for his first hit. Switch hitter batting left-handed against Wirtz. First and second, one out. Strike call on the inside corner. Um, he was 0 for 2 last night, 0 for 4 tonight. Ten to two, Charlotte leading. We're in the top of the ninth inning. And the pitch, swing and a foul. 0 oh 2. One out, runners at first and second. And the right hander comes set, and the pitch is swung on and fouled. Count holes at two strikes. 12 noon tomorrow, that's the scheduled time for 
what will apparently be the rubber game of this series. Hope we can weather the storms and get that one in. Need to get this one finished for the storms. I would imagine we'd have a curfew on that game too because of the flight schedule for Charlotte. Yep. Pitch inside, ball one, one and two. Game was originally scheduled for one. They moved it up to noon to accommodate their flight schedule. Mr. Gross said they should have just taken a bus. <laughs> I think we busted Charlotte. There's a swing and a miss. And Tyndall down on strikes for out number two. We need to get this uh, game finished up because there's a chance of rain in about 35 minutes. Well, I hope we're at home in that time. <laughs> uh, you and me both. First and second, two outs. Here's Furman. Three hits, a walk, three runs scored. He has been a pest to the Raiders tonight. He'd like to add on here. What do you want to bet? And the pitch inside almost hit him. Ball one. First time facing Jalen Wirtz. It hasn't really mattered to him who was on the mound, though, no. in this game. No. Low and inside, ball two. Got a, got a walk and a hit <laughs> off of uh, Eric Swan. Had a hit off of uh, James Sells. Two balls, no strikes. All three is outside. Now, Wirtz has had pretty good control up to yep. this point, but he's behind 3-0 and in the count. Doesn't want to load the bases here. And ball four will load him up. Second walk that uh, Furman has taken. First walk allowed by Wirtz. Bases loaded, two outs. And the batter is Dragum, the third baseman. And uh, the third baseman, number six, Jack Dragum. He's not had a bad night. A couple of hits, walk. But he's also uh, struck out a couple of times, so. Dragum stands in from the right side. Worst trying to get out of this bases loaded situation in the ninth. Strike called, nothing in one.
Ortz pitching out of the stretch. Delivers a strike at the knees. It's 0-2. Top of the ninth inning, the pitch, low and outside, stopped by Rudder. One ball, two strikes. Those of you waiting to hear Braves baseball, we'll get you there as quick as we can after this game is over. I don't think it's going to be a long post-game show. Do you, Dick? We'll make it <laughs> as short as possible. Here's the one-two pitch, a swing and a foul. And the count remains one and two. We do not know who the pitchers are going to be tomorrow. I we have an idea that uh, Peyton Wigginton might get the ball tomorrow, but we don't know. One ball and two strikes to drag him with the bases loaded. Here's Wirtz for the pitch and a little number foul. That's foul ball at the plate. Off his foot. Yep. Can feel that one. Mm. He wears a little guard down on the uh, lower left leg. I don't know if it hit that or not. I think it got his foot. And he doesn't have anything on his foot except his shoe. I've seen some players wearing a little guard that covers their shoe now. Yeah. One ball, two strikes, the count. Ooh. Oh, come on, Mr. Ump. <laughs> that one's close enough to call, but it goes in the book, says ball two. Two and two. Hands thought that was a strike. Swing and a foul back. mention our uh, managers while I have a chance. Chandler Todd, who's the head manager. Noah Baum, Clay Curtis, and Chase Shardridge. Those guys work hard. Swing and a miss. Struck him out and the inning is over. No runs. One, two hits. It was a walk, but they leave the bases loaded. We'll go to the bottom of the ninth. Charlotte 10, Middle Tennessee 2 on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. You know that sound anywhere. It's the crisp crunch of that first nacho chip. With its perfect cheese to sour cream ratio sitting atop a layer of delicious beans, it's a sip away from perfection. 
That's what we're looking for. Add a delicious, refreshing Pepsi, and we've achieved absolute nacho nirvana. Because while you can pile those nachos high with every spicy, cheesy, savory topping, there's no topping a cool Pepsi finish. Nachos, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. Any way you slice it, your game day won't be complete without soft, delicious bunny bread and bunny buns, an official corporate partner of Blue Raider Athletics. Whether you're watching with friends, cheering in the stands, or tuning in at home, count on Bunny to help strike out hunger and give you energy. So pick up some bunny buns and bunny bread today. It's sure to be a home run. That's what I said. Flagship station for Blue Raider Sports, WGNS. Here we go to the bottom of the ninth inning, and we've got another pitcher in for Charlotte. And he is Quentin Martinez, a lefty, 6'4, 190, senior from Orlando, Florida. Making his 11th appearance, all but one of them in relief. He has thrown 14 innings, given up 14 runs, 13 of them earned on 18 hits, seven, uh, seven walks, 14 strikeouts. Transfer from Appalachian State. Luke Vinson scheduled to lead it off for the Raiders and he's got a bat ready to get up there. Benson, KB Peralta, and Mabry. Here in the ninth inning, the Raiders down 10 to two. I've told this story before, John, but I was at Sulphurdale one night. Nashville was trailing eight to nothing going into the bottom of the ninth. And I forget who they were playing, but the other team did not record an out. Nine to eight was the final. <laughs> wow. Did not get an out. And I don't think there were any walks in that inning either. Pitch is low, ball one to Benson. How many of them off the right field wall? <laughs> As I recall, one sailed over the big scoreboard out in, in center, center field. field. Yep. That was a poke. Pitch low and inside. Wow. Two balls and no strikes. You know, as shallow as that right field was, that center field was deep. Deep, deep, deep. 2-0 to Benson. Strike call, 2-1. and one. one of the things I remember about that scoreboard was that uh, ball strikes and outs were lights. Uh-huh, exactly. It's low and outside. Three balls and a strike, the pitch. Ball four, it's a leadoff walk to Luke Vinson. That's only the 
third walk the Raiders have picked up tonight. Unless I missed one along the way. I don't think you did. Here's KB Peralta. Came in to hit in the seventh inning for Lopez. Grounded out to the first baseman and now a visit to the mound. I think they're calling for a right-hander. I think he's doing this on purpose, John. Just to lengthen the game. <laughs> so we'll have a pitching change. We'll uh, we'll just we'll just keep it here and chit chat among ourselves. We can do that instead of throwing it back for this. Another pitching change after the guy pitches to one batter in the ninth inning with an eight-run lead. Well, he's practicing. What do we got here? So, we'll have to find out who this is before we can tell you. Charlotte team, team that won 40 games a year ago, but uh, fell to the Raiders in the first round of the Conference USA Tournament. Behind Aaron Brown, the Raiders won that game seven to two. This is a right-hander, number 38, Jackson Boss, Dick. Jackson Boss, B-O-S-S. Redshirt senior out of Loganville, Georgia. Let's see if I've got some numbers on him. Here we go. Making just his fifth appearance of the season, all in relief. He's thrown four and a third innings, given up two runs, both of them earned. Seven hits, three walks, two strikeouts, a 4.15 ERA, no record. So Martinez is lifted after throwing five pitches. Four balls and a strike. He walked Benson, who's at first base with nobody out. And the batter is KB Peralta waiting patiently. Uh, I don't know why you make that move because Peralta is a switch hitter. You just turn him around. I think he just wants to lengthen the game, John. Okay. Make us work longer. Here's Peralta. He'll bat from the left side against the right-hander, Boss. And the pitch misses outside, ball one. JT Mabry apparently will be lifted for a pinch hitter as McClaude is on the in the all deck circle swinging a bat pitches a strike to Peralta one and one throw to first and the runner back don't think he's going anywhere One ball, one strike. Peralta takes a strike called, and it's one and two. 
the pitch. And it is just outside for ball two, two and two. As Hannah, if you folks are still listening, if you haven't given up on us yet, I want to wish you the best of luck as you face knee surgery next week. And we thank you so much for all the nice things you've brought us, not only this year, but in the past. Strike three called. Peralta called out on strikes for out number one. And the batter is McLeod. I watched this guy in batting practice today, John. Uh -huh. He hit some shots out of the ballpark. He is a big guy and can hit the ball a long way if he gets the right pitch. Mason McLeod out of Greensburg, Indiana. Big left-handed hitter. Benson at first, and the pitch taken for strike one. Briggs Rudder on deck. 10 to two, Charlotte leading. We're in the bottom of the ninth. So how many guys do we get to carry on a weekend roster? Swing and a miss. I, you know, I've got a list here, but I, I didn't count them, really. Well, this is our the 22nd player to appear in this ballgame for the Raiders. And the pitch. Excuse me, swing. Fouled over by the visitors dugout. Count holding it two strikes to Rudder. Briggs got a base hit in the seventh inning. <clears throat> Single to right. As I recall, he hit it through a vacated hole due to the shift. They're not shifting here. Popped up, shallow right field, everybody on a long run, and they didn't catch it. <coughs> right fielder's down. That is Fisher, and he might be injured. He is slow to get up. That'll be a base hit for... McLeod and Vincent will go to second. So first and second with one out. They're still looking at Fisher out there. Coach is going to come out as well as the uh, <coughs> trainer. So we'll see if he's going to be able to continue. That was just a little pop fly flare that fell right in front of him. And he went to the went to the ground trying to make the catch, and then he was slow to get up. I haven't seen him walking around, so. See, Mabry, up. Mabry was lifted. He had two hits tonight, two for four. He's up walking with the trainer now. Charlotte will... Uh, 
Play a midweek game next Tuesday against Coastal Carolina. That will be at Charlotte. <coughs> and next weekend, they will go to, or they will stay at home and host UAB. While the Raiders next weekend, after playing Belmont on Tuesday, will go to Ruston and take on Louisiana Tech on the road. So I think the young man's going to come out of the game being helped out by his teammates. So we will have a new right fielder coming in for Charlotte. Being replaced by number three. Who is it? Number three. Dante DeFranco. DeFranco was uh, used as a pinch runner last night. He'll come in for Fisher. In the bottom of the ninth. DeFranco had been throwing down here behind the fence a couple of innings ago. Anticipating being inserted into the game, so Some he is in right yeah. field. Briggs Rudder, the batter. McCloyd at first, and Luke Vincent at second. And the pitcher, Boss, ready to work now. Swung on, line drive, that's a base hit. Benson's going to score. McCloyd will hold at second base as the throw comes in. It is 10-3. Boy, Rudder jumped on that first pitch and lined it in the left field. Gets a run batted in. And with one out. Runners first and second. The batter is Eston Snyder. Snyder's been hit by a pitch, and he has struck out. Still making those, still making those defensive changes. Outside All ball maneuvering. one. Boss came in to pitch to Peralta. There's a ball hit into right center. That's a base hit. And that will load the bases with one out as Snyder singles into right field. That moves McCloyd over to third, Rudder to second, and brings up Nick Jones. Nick has been hitting it a little tough luck. He has uh, hit some drives sharply that have been caught. Right at people, right at people. Let's see if he can find some wide open space here with the bases loaded and one out. 10 to three. And the pitch. Check swing and ball one. Gabe Jennings waiting to hit next. 
I think all of the Raiders regulars are out of the game with the exception of Dillingham and and Vincent. Vincent. Swung on, fouled out of play to the right side. It's one and one. Pitcher Jackson Boss, redshirt senior, six-footer, 180, out of Logansville, Georgia. We've seen 16 position players tonight, six pitchers. And the pitch. Swing and a miss. One and two to Jones. Bases loaded, one out, and the pitch. Drill to third, off the third baseman, one run scores, two runs score. Runners will be at first and third as the throw comes in, and it is now 10 to five. And it almost took the third baseman's glove off his hand. So Nick Jones gets his... Uh, Going to be his first hit uh, as a Blue Raider. His two-run single. Well, it drives in two. It sends Snyder to third, Jones at first. You know what we've got? We've got a save situation. And I think that is the the one, two, three. It's a fourth hit off. Boss walked the first man, uh, struck out Peralta looking, and then four straight singles. We've got another pitcher coming in. We'll we will take a break this time and uh, tell you about the new pitcher when we come back on the Blue Raider Network from the airfield. Hey, Blue Raiders, thinking about buying a second home along the coast? I've got you covered. From Gulf Shores to Apalachicola, or maybe a condo cabin in the Smokies, I've got that covered too. Buying, selling, or auction here in Middle Tennessee, not a problem either. Call on me, Richard Lewis, for all of your real estate dreams. Oh, by the way, I'm never too busy for any of your referrals. Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates, 615-896-5656. Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities. The Blue Raiders on News Radio WGNS. New pitcher is Tony Rossi. He's a sophomore. Transferred from the State College of Florida. He is from Lake Mary, Florida. He'll face Gabe Jennings here in the ninth with two men on. 
Rossi making his 17th appearance. 23 innings, 9 runs, all earned, 14 hits, 11 walks, 22 strikeouts, 3.52 ERA, a 2-0 record. First pitch high, ball one. Gabe Jennings batting for the second time, was called out on strikes in the eighth inning. Raiders have scored three here in the ninth. It is 10 to five. Actually, Swing they, and a miss. That uh, that first run gets charged to Quentin Mart, uh, Martinez, so that closes the book on him. Uh, no innings pitched. He pitched to that one batter, walked him, and uh, that run is charged to him. It's a slow ball. Two, two and one. Two runs charged to uh, Jackson Boss. And two more runners on base belong to him. One third of an inning, uh, four hits, one walk, one strikeout. Swing and a foul back to the backstop. Two balls, two strikes to Jennings. Well, this is going to be our second four-hour game in a row, John. <laughs> Give or take a few minutes. I didn't have anything to do tonight anyway. <laughs> Here's the 2-2 pitch coming. Rossi, right-hander against Gabe Jennings. Runners at first and third, the pitch. High ball three. Only problem with a game like this is Day game after a night game, especially since it starts at noon. That means we'll be here much earlier than that. Here's the pitch. Swung on and fouled out. It's going to get out. Right side. It'll yep. be out of play. Count holes at three and two. Jennings has home run power. We know that because we've seen it in person. We sure have. As does the next hitter, Williams. Our fans are getting excited. Swing and a miss. Struck him out with an inside fastball. Jennings down for out number two. And it's up to Jacob Williams. Williams had a base hit in the eighth inning. Here's the pitch outside, ball one. 10 to five. Two runners on with two outs in the ninth. Dillingham waiting to hit next. And the pitch. Blind call oh. the shortstop. And that will end the ball game as Knight took a base hit away from Williams with a leaping catch to retire the side. But the Raiders come up with three runs in the bottom of the ninth inning. Four hits and two men left. So the final score is Charlotte 10 and Middle Tennessee 5. We'll come back with the totals, highlights for the game, and 
more on our post-game show that'll be coming your way next on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield. Hey, hey, hey! Nothing gets your attention like a happy client. When we were planning our move from Wisconsin to Murfreesboro, we chose Chip Walters of Exit Realty. He knows Rutherford County, and we looked in several neighborhoods. And Chip helped us write an offer on a house in Murfreesboro. And it was accepted on the first try. If you were to tell me you were looking at buying or selling a home, I'd tell you to choose Chip. I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamon Associates, your trusted advisor in real estate. Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the MTSU Blue Raiders. And we're proud to power the school board lights at Reese Smith Jr. Field. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member service. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit www.mtemc.com to learn more. And that scoreboard, light it up, Blue Raiders. The Murfreesboro Post is Rutherford County's sports leader. No one covers high school sports like the Post. Now you can receive the Murfreesboro Post delivered by mail each week to your home for only $20 a year. Sign up at MurfreesboroPost.com and click subscribe and we will get your delivery of the Murfreesboro Post started. That's MurfreesboroPost.com for delivery of the Murfreesboro Post. What do you think of when you hear community, integrity, commitment, tradition, and partners? The folks at Sodexo know it's family, friends, neighbors, and coworkers. The people we live with, work with, share our world with, and the fans we love to serve. Sodexo is community. It's a community of more than 200 employees and nonprofit volunteers and the thousands of fans we serve at MTSU. Sodexo is a community of people who are committed to enhancing your game day experience. Sodexo, proud server of your game day concession needs and proud to serve the Blue Raiders. Our employees at Purity Dairy are proud to be True Blue supporters of Middle Tennessee athletics and their student-athletes. At Purity Dairy, we aim to be the most trusted source of wholesome, delicious dairy products for every occasion. We never forget how fortunate we are to be invited into your home, and we earn our place by holding ourselves to the highest standards. With over 100 products available in Tennessee, Alabama, and Kentucky, visit your local retailer for Purity Milk, ice cream, and more. Las Casas Drugs is a proud sponsor of Blue Raider Athletics, located at 4702 Las Casas Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. Las Casas Drugs strives to provide all of your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Family-owned and operated, Las Casas Drugs offers free delivery, immunizations, drive-through window, gift shop, merchandise, and medication management programs. Come by and see how we can make a difference, and go Blue Raiders! This has been Blue Raider Baseball on the Blue Raider Sports Network. Today's game was presented by Lewis Bakeries, bakers of Bunny, Sunbeam, Healthy Life, and Lewis Bake Shop Reds. And Ascension St. Thomas, official hospital partner of MTSU. Let's go back to the stadium. Once again, here's Dick Palmer. Thank you. Welcome in to our post-game show as the Raiders fall in the second game of the series to the Charlotte 49ers by a score of 10 to 5. And it was just one of those games, John, you're going to have every once in a while when you're when your pitching doesn't hold up. Uh, and that's uh, th- that was the story. Uh, Eric Swan was uh, just 
not very effective. Uh, James Sells, I think they were uh, counting on uh, Swan to go f five, six innings, a couple innings out of Sells, and uh, uh, between the two of them, they got uh, three and a third and gave up uh, nine runs, seven of them earned. So defense let them down again. Um, you know, it's just one of those nights. For the second straight night, Charlotte put a run up in their half of the first inning. Uh, this time, a, a leadoff walk came back to bite uh, Eric Swan and the Raiders. That, uh, that walk uh, came around to score. They added another run in the second inning, but it was the third inning uh, yeah. where the big breakthrough came when uh, four runs came, and they had to, uh, had to relieve uh, Swan in the, in the middle of the inning with Sells. And then in the fourth inning, three more runs scored. And by that time, it was uh, nine to nothing, and uh, things weren't going too well. The Raiders did get a run in the fourth and uh, added one in the seventh and three in the ninth, but Charlotte able to, to hang on. And we got to see just about the entire pitching <laughs> staff from both teams tonight, didn't we? Boy, we, uh, we saw uh, six uh, Blue Raiders. We saw six uh, 49ers. And uh, in addition, we saw 16 position players, so tw a total of 22 Blue Raiders. Uh, I think about the only folks we didn't see were the guys that pitched last night. I just saw it's a little bit of uh, lightning off to the the west, so tarp is on. Well, I see Coach Tomlin. He's out in his street clothes now, as uh, he was. Uh, <laughs> Booted from the game in the what was that in the fourth inning was it? That, I think so. It was on a store on a on a call at second base. Yeah, I think it was about either the fourth or the fifth inning. I don't re remember which, but yeah, he got an early exit and yeah, that was the play. Uh, Dillingham was thrown out uh, at second base, and that would have been in the fourth inning. Okay, I don't know if we're gonna. Get some uh, comments from him, but uh, Carson is down there with his microphone, and we'll uh, we'll hold it here. Uh, right until now, uh, Coach is directing the grounds crew. The tarp has been laid over the field. Yeah, and now they got a. Uh, yeah, I hear. Already the, got it anchored down. I think. Oh, that's good because I hear the thunder. There is rain in the forecast. And we're hoping that it will uh, clear out before noon tomorrow when game three of this series is scheduled to start. And we're, we're scheduled to have it for you with our pregame show at 1145. Why don't you go ahead and run some numbers for us while, sure. uh, while we're waiting to see if uh, we're going to get any, any uh, comments from Coach Tolman. Final totals uh, for Charlotte, 10 runs, 15 hits, two errors for the Raiders. Uh, five runs, 14 hits, uh, two errors. Problem with our hits, they just weren't at the right time. Uh, over on the uh, hitting side, Cam Fisher, good night for uh, Charlotte. He goes three for five with a couple of RBI. Over on the Raiders side, uh, J.T. Mabry, it's second night in a row. He is uh, uh, two for four, scores a run, but... Uh, Wyatt Morgan, the designated hitter, three for three, uh, led the Raider hitters. Uh, pitching, what can you say? 
about Raider pitching that we haven't already said. We saw six of them, uh, but I thought some of the young guys uh, came in and uh, threw some quality innings for us. Okay, I think Carson's about ready, so we're gonna okay we're gonna take it uh, down to the field and uh, we'll hear comments from Blue Raider head coach Jim Tolman. Carson, take it away. All right, Coach Tolman, we'll make it quick here because there's weather coming in. Uh, but tough loss for you guys. Uh, came back a little bit in the ninth inning there, made it a 10-5 to game, um, but obviously not the result you wanted. Um, what do you say to the team after a game? We're getting ready to talk, and we're going to flush it, and we're going to come back and try to win the series tomorrow. we got three of our best pitchers going, and uh, proud that we fought back. And what, this wasn't our day. It started off in the first inning. Their pitcher went through six innings. Ours didn't get out of the third, so... It was definitely uh, not our day, but we're going to regroup tomorrow and fight back tomorrow. Uh, what's the key tomorrow to winning the rubber match? Well, we got our good pitchers going. I'm sure Wigginton will give us a good start. And we got Ham and Siebert. And uh, we got to hit a little bit better with runners in scoring position today. Uh, we weren't very good at it. And, uh, you know, we got we to just pitch better is the key. All right. What, 13 or 14 hits? That's usually enough to win, but we, we didn't pitch good enough. All right, appreciate your time, Coach. Thank you. All right, man, appreciate it. All right, thank you, Carson Herbert, with Coach Jim Tolman down on the field as uh, we did uh, find out something that uh, the Raiders are going to go with Peyton Wigginton uh, tomorrow, which uh, we thought would probably happen. So you want to finish up with your uh, with your box score there, and then we'll call it a night. I'll do it, Dick. Uh, not much left here except to say that the winning pitcher is Hale Sims for the Niners. He's now two and one. Eric Swan takes the loss. He's two and five. We played this thing in three hours and 59 minutes. And uh, the thunder and lightning is on our way, so let's go home. Yeah, we heard some thunder down there during uh, Coach Tolman's interview. Raiders losing now are 17 and 16, eight and six in Conference USA and saw their winning streak snapped at four. Charlotte winning is now 19 and 15. They are 5 and 9 in conference play, and we'll do it again tomorrow at 12 noon. Airtime scheduled for 11:45. We hope you'll be able to join us in person. If not, join us along the network. For John Callow, our studio producer tonight has been Zach Wooder. This is Dick Palmer. Thank you so much for listening. As the rain has started to fall, we'll say good night from the ballpark. Hear that? That's the plumpest, juiciest hot dogs you've ever seen getting their grill on. But we both know it'll make it sound even better. Oh, yeah. It's a Pepsi to go with your hot dog. Because when you're chomping on America's favorite meal, relish, mustard, and onions perfectly blending into a crescendo of flavor, there's only one thing that makes everything about that moment better. A cold, refreshing Pepsi. See what I mean? It's like music to my ears. Hot dogs. Better with Pepsi. That's what I like. Today's game is brought to you in part by proud partners of Blue Raider Athletics, Grannis & Associates, certified public accountants. They provide a full range of tax preparation, accounting, and bookkeeping services for both business and individual needs. That's Grannis & Associates. Give them a call at 615-895-1040 or visit Grannis & Associates online at gcpas.com. Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. 
or you aspire to be a leader, and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. Care is serving our patients, standing with them in times of need, and showing compassion when they're at their most vulnerable. Care is listening and delivering personalized plans from a team of specialists, providing leading-edge treatments at every step. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. It's our calling. Make your next appointment at GetSTHealthCare.com. Hit a grand slam with Bunny Bread, proud supporter of the Blue Raiders. With its soft, fresh taste you know and love, Bunny Bread and Bunny Buns are fan favorites for all ages. Bunny is the perfect triple play with the taste you want, the nutrition you need, and energy to go. So step up to the play with Bunny Bread and Bunny Buns today and cheer the Blue Raiders on to victory. That's what I said. It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. This has been Blue Raider Baseball. Today's game was presented by Lewis Bakeries, bakers of Bunny, Sunbeam, Healthy Life, and Lewis Bake Shop Breads. And Ascension St. Thomas, official hospital partner of MTSU. The preceding has been a Learfield presentation of the Blue Raider Network.